Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Lady Hawk. I watched the second half of Lady Hawk. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. You know, there's a curse. Uh-huh. That only one of us can watch one half of a movie, and the other one can only watch the other half of a movie, and we shall only meet in the moments where the movie overlaps. And that's that is true. Yeah, that's it. And then we have yes. to pass separate ways. So I could really relate to you could really relate to these characters. To these characters yeah. of uh, Matthew Broderick and no, uh, with Rutger Hauer and uh, and Michelle Pfeiffer because they can only. Who's Matthew Broderick? Wasn't he in the movie? Matthew Broderick was in the movie, okay. but I'm talking about the curse that oh, Rutger yeah, yeah, Hauer right. and yeah, yeah. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer have. Yeah, you're right. I don't think either one of us relates to um, uh, little Matthew Broderick. Broderick. Little yeah, Mouse. You're right. I guess you're right. Mousey Broderick. Mousey Broderick. Yeah. I didn't even recognize him. I know. Well, he's young, Matthew Broderick. He's, he's very young. Yeah, he's fresh off that uh, car crash. <laughs> is he? Is this <laughs> around know. that time? No. Probably. Okay. Who knows? This is definitely like right after what do you call it though? That one movie that he he everyone loves him for the. Uh, Ferris Bueller. Oh yeah, he looks real Pharisee here. I forgot he was in Ferris Bueller. He is the Ferris Bueller. That's true. Uh, yeah, I've never seen Ferris Bueller. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I feel like that's what we've learned with most John Hughes movies. <laughs> is that they're just like, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, and, and like most John Hughes movies, the more interesting character is not the main one. It's usually one everyone of the else. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's very true. More, the audience surrogate is boring. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, we got a fresh, young-looking Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. You got rugged looking Rudger Hauer mm-hmm. uh playing the character of oh god what's his name captain uh, navari Nav- very navari very yeah this and is then, in italy so they got like right names well yeah do you know what uh matthew broderick's name is they call him mouse but he has a full-on name oh isn't it felipe felipe gaston that's oh, felipe yeah that's excuse me well you never know that he's supposed to be italian because he's not doing an accent but sometimes he's doing a british accent but not all the time yeah it's very confusing i feel like they're playing i would Real never fast i, I would have never guessed this was in italy no me unless neither I, unless I were... no one's doing an italian accent no no people are just doing which is fine want. yeah there's no spaghetti running around everywhere you that know? is true that there's is no true. um wine what other things are italy known for pizza, no pizza one's got pizza. there's no pizza no um, there's just uh people on horses yep it just hawks. looks like it just looks like england it does well yeah i thought it was like a medieval tale it's like not even sunny enough like i feel like it was like so drab <laughs> mm-hmm. i was like this isn't what italy looks like italy honestly is much didn't more... know they were in italy i mean it makes sense now because it's you got philippe you've got uh yeah, these aren't english names these are not english names no, no. They, they've got a little little sexiness to them yeah yeah and then you've got uh michelle pfeiffer who plays is a bow isabel is a bow isabel i don't fucking yeah know. i think so this is a fucking fantasy film if i've ever seen one. <sighs> yeah but it's trying real hard to feel modern because they've got the goofiest 80s music this playing music, over everything. Oh my god. You know, the, the music made me feel like I was watching an FMV video game. Yes, totally It agree. is 100% like synthy midi, and I'm yes. like, are this compressed for medieval. some reason? It's medieval. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Medieval. It felt compressed. It did. And I was it like, what is going on? It, it felt like an 80s, like, jazzercise yeah. Like, tape. Yeah. It really felt, and I know it's supposed to feel like out of, it's sort of like Night's Tale where you have, like, queen songs played over, like, oh, medieval. But like I don't know, man. This one just really doesn't it work doesn't for work. me. No, it personally, doesn't. maybe because we didn't grow up in the eighties. We well, don't care that much. This is like smack dab in the eighties. It came out in nineteen eighty-five. So it's oh like man, that is the, the most eighties. Richard so. Donner. Just the way the movie looks too, very eighties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the got, way it's shot and everything. It's grand vistas. Lots of big vistas. They yeah. want to really show it, but then you're like, why are they showing this? It's not that interesting. Looking. No, it's true because it's probably shot in like. London. Yeah. Like, yeah, probably sad looking Britain. Not London. Britain. Britain. Um, <laughs> if it was London, London, yeah, exactly. It'd be way more entertaining. Uh, yeah. Well, no, no, actually, it might have been shot in Italy because they've got, I think they have actual Italian uh, castles in, throughout the film. So mm. there's that. And you might be right. Yeah. yeah that's true. I don't yeah, know. I think you're though. right. It's like. Uh, yeah, it was filmed in Italy. Yeah. Okay. So it was filmed in Italy. Just like the most drab parts of Italy yeah, that you could maybe find. Maybe it's just the 80s overlay kind of made it feel more like overcast. Like everything constantly feels overcast. To it me. does. Yeah, maybe they shot in the worst time to shoot maybe, movies in Italy. Maybe. Uh, yeah, man. I don't think I'm a fan of fantasy no. movies. Oh. I don't think I'm a fan of these kind of fantasy movies. I feel like these are very specific type of fantasy like movies. I feel like this, 
What was that the movie? Dragonheart that we watched. Oh god, yeah. I All feel, the ones that I forget about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like they're banking on the fact that's a period piece and are like, that's good enough, right? Mm-hmm. And like having one hook and going off of that really. Right. And not really doing a lot for these characters, not yeah. really making them feel like real characters. And I think that's why something like no more modern day, like Green Knight is more like oh, obviously yeah. I mean that's obviously a completely different caliber of movie, I feel. I agree with you. But like that's a great film. But that movie had does a lot more I mean obviously it's a lot more uh cinematically appealing, but I feel like because you're following a character for so long, you actually get to know what this character's motivations are and see mm-hmm. how they change and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I think it's also dealing with something like this is this is so like medieval storytelling. Like it's literally a story about lovers who cannot meet each other. Yeah. That's the story really. That's the whole thing. It's that and then you've got Matthew Broderick who has to learn to be not a coward. Is That's, that really his character arc? So he is kind of the main character. Because I felt like these two other... Well, no, there's two other characters. Did I'd say Ma- Matthew Broderick you meet first. And I think that's the thing. Is like We're sort of supposed to relate to Matthew Broderick. Because I think of, he's... Yeah, he probably is the only one who has anything to learn, too. Or yeah. actually does any learning. I yeah. think that's the other issue I have with this. Is By the end, I was just like... I literally was like, what is the point of this movie? Rutger Howard needs to learn not to kill the bishop. Yeah. That's the one thing. What a great lesson. But it's not because he needs to be a better man. It's because if he kills the bishop, then the curse that him and uh, Fiona are under Fiona. Will, <laughs> will never will never uh, be lifted, and Fiona will always turn into an ogre at night. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, pretty similar. Uh, I don't know, man. Whatever. Fucking the movies. Whatever. I here, here's the other thing. I think it's too long. It's so long. It's two hours. I feel I like... nodded off halfway through my half of the movie. I don't and blame I, you. And it, I had to restart it up. And I was like, well, okay, let's let's do this again. I, there's definitely times where I found myself like my dish day, daydreaming. Oh my god. Which is a bummer because I was hoping this would be a quirky fantasy movie that would be supposed to be entertaining to watch. I maybe had be goofy. The highest because I actually really enjoyed Branthy Broderick's character at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it because he was like he he's his name is Mouse and he's like a mousey little guy who's like a little like thief mm-hmm. uh who is not like particularly smart but he's clever right and he's a really he's really good at stealing shit you mm-hmm. know and he's really quick on his feet you know so it's like ooh I like to follow a guy like that in the middle of like the middle ages you know but then the minute you meet the actual plot of the movie which is Rudger Hauer uh who wants to fuck a, a hawk you're just like, ah, oh, all right, okay, whatever. I, I'm good. I don't need this weird love story here. It doesn't really work. And yeah. I also just don't think, for the most part, unless the movie's focused on romance, I feel like because you have a side character, mm-hmm. I feel like it takes away from the romantic angle, so it just kind of falls flat. Yeah. I, well, the thing is also, like, the romance there is, it, it's it's secondhand romance. Yes. You have to learn that these two had a deep love and affection for each other previous they, so they don't even show you beforehand no okay so i thought i missed like all that you did i was like man i really don't feel connected to these characters probably because i didn't see the first half <laughs> yep that would do it but it doesn't sound like it's not even there no well okay i will say that red howard does a really good job of making it look like he wants to fuck this hawk like mm. whenever the hawk is near red Howard and he's like holding on to the hawk and looking at the hawk and when the hawk gets hurt it's like it's like oh he's like this close to putting his dick in that fucking thing oh my god yeah. wait so we need to explain the curse. Right. I feel like a lot of people might not know what's going on. I learned curse. the curse from a drunk monk. Okay. Who actually was the reason that this whole thing happened in the first place. Okay. Was his name? Le- starts with an L, right? I think it starts with an I. It might be an I. Or an E. I don't an I know. He's an old guy, right? He's a big guy. He's drunk. He's a monk. Okay. He's, he's drunk as a skunk. Drunk monk. He's a drunk monk. Uh, imperious. S- imperious. Thank you. Uh, so basically, years ago... You had this guy, Rudger Howard, Mm -hmm. who fell in love with Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm -hmm. And they loved each other, uh, but the bishop loved Michelle Pfeiffer. The bishop is evil, yes. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And then, one day, both Michelle Pfeiffer and Rudger Howard talk to... Like, they confess their loves for one another to a random guy in a confession booth. Who ends up being the drunk monk, and mm-hmm. the drunk monk over wine ends up revealing this love to the bishop. Uh-huh. The bishop is upset about it, and so he seeks the devil, and the devil makes yeah, and the devil is like, "Hey, I'm gonna grant you a little thing. I'm going to allow a curse, and the curse is is that at night, Rutger Howard turned into a wolf, 
and Michelle Pfeiffer will be a human, but in during the day, Michelle Pfeiffer will be a hawk, and and uh, Red Gerhard will be a human being. And so they are cursed, and they leave the uh, oh god kingdom of oh god I don't fucking know Italy <laughs> Italy sure. Uh, and basically, Italy, if we're going to call it that, is known for having like an impenetrable prison. But at the very beginning of the movie, Matthew Broderick's able to escape from it. And okay. Rutger Hauer hears about that and is like, no one has ever escaped from that prison before. This is a miracle sent by God. I am to have you join my quest to mm-hmm. murder the bishop. Yeah, this is very medieval with the, the God stuff going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The thing that's weird, though, is just like the bishop being like, you know what? I'm a man of God. Let's just go talk to the devil. It's very strange, and it doesn't... I'm just not quite sure what to make of where this movie goes. I feel like the thing is, is I want to take what little this movie has given me uh-huh. and be like, oh, are these like metaphors? Do these have any meanings behind them? Yeah. And I just don't feel like that's there. <laughs> the metaphor or the meaning is that sometimes... Holy people bad are sometimes? Are corrupt sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but like... I don't know. It's just so like unsymbolic that it kind of I don't know. Well, I think oh, I think you're searching for something the movie's not trying to possess, right? Like <sighs> anyway. I don't think the movie is trying to make some kind of grand. I think it's just trying to tell a story, it tells it in a very long way. I think that's the thing is that like because I, I expect when a movie's boring, I'm like, oh cool, <laughs> let's get some like more details around here or something, right, right, you know? Right? 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 Deeper, like there's at least yeah. something deeper you can latch onto. You're thinking about a movie, yeah. But there's nothing to latch onto, so mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm sleepy. I'm just realizing what makes the difference between a, a good boring movie and a bad boring movie, <laughs> which is um, a societal. You can actually it's a societal commentary that you can actually think of and be like, oh, yeah, okay, meditate on going while with this. you're bored. <laughs> yeah, while you're like, wow, this was a slow part. I can yeah. always think about stuff and that's sit true. in the mood. Compare it to my own life. Exactly. Mm. While I sit in here and I'm like, wow, I wish I was never a hawk, I guess, <laughs> or a bird, or a, a yeah. wolf. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Is so like at the beginning, Matthew Broderick. Well, what is the curse? What do you mean? What that like, is the curse? I know, but we, I don't feel like we really fully explained it, did we? How did I not fully? What, uh, maybe can you, you explain did. to me the curse? It's like during the day. Um, <laughs> maybe you did. The say. two people that love each other can never meet as humans. Yes, because they're always a- uh, animals. Right. During different parts of the day. During different parts of the day. Okay. During that. Got it. And they're also not conscious during those parts either. Like okay. when they are animals, they are full animals. I'm gonna be honest, Mike. Probably when you're explaining the whole plot of the curse, I just forgot. turned off. Yeah. Fair. I was like, I got this. Fair. Because I was like, yeah, no, I'm sorry, Mike. That was very mean of me and rude of That's me. That's okay. It's not a very good podcast. Uh, right. hope. But I was just staring at my wall and thinking about <laughs> all. Of this, I thought you were really focused because this is a re- this is such a complicated story to tell. You know, with these two p- characters. Uh, well, maybe I'll tell you something a little more interesting how about i tell you a little bit about mouse matthew broderick right so he escapes from this prison which is inescapable got it and the bishop's upset about that and he's like we need to make why is he in there he's in there because he's a thief that's all it is but the thing is yes but the thing is is he's in there as a thief and he still gets out and so it's like and 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 the bishop is like no one can ever escape if this gets out it means that our prison is not impenetrable and he's he says something to the effect of a single spark lights it, the fires of a rebellion, and so it's like if okay. if it's right. gotten right, so it's like this is a personal affront to the bishop, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like we we're gonna get a medieval on this fucking guy's ass. But Matthew Broderick, like I said, is very he's very like quick on his feet, so he steals food. And he steals clothes. And, like, he also talks to God a lot where he's just like, hey, God, get me out of this pickle and I'll, uh, you know, I promise I'll never do anything bad again. Mm-hmm. And then he gets out of the pickle and he's like, hey, God, by the way, you knew I wasn't going to, I was lying to you. So it's cool, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is pretty, I'm like, That's oh, I, I like that guy. I yeah. like this cool, this guy's cool. Uh, and, you know, and then he gets in all this trouble. He, he steals some money. And with the money, he goes to a bar and he's just like, I'm going to buy a drink. For anyone here who has seen the inside of the the walls of this prison that's inescapable and lived to tell the tale. And one guy's like, I've seen the inside of the wall. And so this is clever, right? Because like he's just escaped this prison. Uh, Matthew Broder goes to the bar mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm gonna I'm free drinks for anyone who's done this. He knows no one but him has. And right. so one, he's being cheap, and two, he's being very like showboaty about it. Mm-hmm. So great tr- character choice. And then one guy's like, I've seen the inside. And he's like, you're either lying or you built the prison because there's no way that you were ever a prisoner and you got out. And the guy's like, nope. And he pulls off his smock and it's actually 
uh, knight sent by the bishop to arrest Matthew Broderick. And it's like, oh, his smarminess is re- had immediately got him into trouble. Yeah. And so he tries to escape. And who's that knight played by? I have no idea. Isn't it Alfred Molina? No. You're thinking about the czar. Dom. Yeah. No, no, no. The Dang czar it. played by Alfred Molina. But Good Eye yeah. shows up later. I believe he's, he's, he's hired to track down and murder the wolf yeah right i love i I only saw him in one scene and immediately i'm like god alfred melina is so charming he doesn't get much to do he didn't he didn't even do much in my half he doesn't have much in my half either honestly he's so cool cool. every time you see him uh so yeah so the 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 knight is like i'm gonna fucking kill you and bring you back your body back to the bishop but then redger howard shows up and saves matthew broderick and everyone's like, oh, my God, you're back. Everyone mm. knows who Edgar Howard mm. is. Okay, right? so his reputation. His reputation. Um, and so that knight goes back to the bishop and is like, hey, Redger Howard's back. And the bishop's like, that's fucked up. Did he have the 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 hawk with him? And oh. so now we're starting to figure out shit. So it's been a long time then that he that people already know that he has a hawk lady. Right. Well, well, the the bishop knows he has a hawk lady. Oh, okay. The bishop's the one that's like, did he have a hawk on him? That's true. Okay. Because, I thought like maybe the people were like, that's that guy with the hawk. Uh, I think they just recognize him via face. That makes sense. They might recognize him with the hawk as well, but I think they just recognize him by face. Man, that sucks to be cur- like you. You get cursed with both of these things, but like, oh, the dude gets to hang out all day and like just vibe out yeah. in the daytime, and then the lady's, the lady's just like, just well, cool. Night. I'm here at midnight, three in the morning. It's pretty funny because the lady's always trying to like catch rabbits and shit, kind of like hawk- hawks do. Uh huh. Just kind of funny. They do weird <laughs> stuff like that, and he makes a weird growl. I'm like, Rawr! oh, really? Yeah, it's very weird. And that's pretty funny because he's a wolf. Yeah, wolf, and, wolf. Uh, and so shenanigans ensue. Basically, mm-hmm. like you know, Matthew Broderick is, like I said, very cowardly, and so he keeps trying to run away from Rudger Hauer. Eventually, he gets caught by the knights sent by the bishop. They have an ambush for Rudger Hauer. They wound Rudger Hauer and the hawk. Rudger Hauer's like, hey. I want to fuck this hawk so bad so it better not die. So Matthew Broderick, you got to take this hawk down the road to this monk. He'll protect the hawk. Matthew Broderick takes the hawk there. Uh, at night, goes to check on the hawk, sees it's a naked woman. And then the monk tells Matthew Broderick about everything. Uh-huh. Uh, we also meet the czar, who played by Alfred Molina, who's looking for the wolf. And the bishop's like, you need to find a woman named Isabel because mm-hmm. when you find her, you'll find the wolf. Yeah, and so and then the why does everyone want this wolf? Just because he's been sent, he's been tasked with it. That's it. They, and the bishop knows. No, only the bishop knows why. But he's tasked the czar with killing. God, basically, okay. the czar is like, I've been told to kill. Might as well do this shit. Might whatever. as well do it. Might as well. So yeah, and then you come in with the knights from the bishop have shown up at the monk's house. Yeah. But the monk's house is fucking like, it's like a giant castle. It's a giant castle. And it's also like home alone. So like there's all these traps oh, really? for these knights to fall into. Uh, he's just like, I'm a monk, not an architect. Uh, and, but eventually they do see Matthew Broderick and um, Michelle Pfeiffer running up like one of the towers, which is where you begin. And I just see these two people run up a tower and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. But then all of a sudden they're like, we're stuck at the top of the tower. We can't escape. But she and, can fly. And she's like, oh, they're after me, not you. And he's like, okay. Uh, and then she turns into a hawk, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> She's the lady hawk. And then suddenly the guy's like, I'm going to kill you, and gets right right, right, ready to kill Matthew Broderick, but then an arrow appears and shoots the guy. And it's, yes, it's, Rutger Hauer has a really cool crossbow. It's Rutger Hauer. He shot the guy, and he's yeah. like, well, thanks, dude. So they talk for a while, mm-hmm. um, and they go to the old man, and the old man's like, look, I, have a way to, I figured out a way to break the curse. Yes, but the only way to break the curse is to not kill the bishop, yes. yes, that's the which is very strange. It's very strange that this whole thing relies on just hey, just don't kill that guy. Yeah, okay, but he doesn't. I guess Rutger Howard doesn't trust him because he technically the monk is the one who betrayed them. Exactly, but also like he's just like I want to make myself better. You know, I want to wrong right my wrongs. You know, so that's the thing. It's like it's this is this is a very medieval story, right? It's like either you seek revenge and stay cursed, or you accept forgiveness, and then you allow the curse to be broken. Mm, you know? Unless you could have your cake and eat it, too. Is there a way to do that? There may be. <laughs> I guess you could probably break the curse and then kill the huh. bishop. That's always an option choice. as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he basically mentions three days the bishop will hear the confession of the clergy. You mm. just have to confront him as man and woman in flesh, and then it will be broken. Mm, okay. It's like, okay. <laughs> so then uh, Matthew Broderick is basically like between the mess is basically become a messenger between the two. Mm, yes. And uh, he's like, 
it just turns into a whole bunch of like back and forth of like Lady Hawk said this. And it was just me trying to figure out like, why is she here? <laughs> what does he turn into? What's going on? Like just suddenly the guy would be there. She's like, send this message to her. And he's like, okay. And then suddenly she would appear and then the guy would be gone. It's like passing notes and I'd be in like, class. what? It pretty much is. Yeah. It's like telephone. So you basically got the actual romance in the movie. I missed out on all that. I guess. But yeah. I mean, it's just listening to Bro- Matthew... Uh, Broderick just repeat it, but like do it poorly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's gonna rain. It's night. The Lady Hawk's like a person, okay. and so she's like, "Oh, by the way, Matthew Broderick's the one who says Lady Hawk." At one point, she's like, "Oh, what are we gonna do with Lady Hawk?" And he's mm, like, "I gonna... like that name. <laughs> That's the name of That's my name movie. of the movie. What a lame plot, like name for the movie. By the way, I don't know. It's I fine. Don't know. It's fine. I guess so. It's it just fine. sounds. It sounds goofy. It. I thought it would be honestly when I heard the name of this movie, I thought it was Forever and the cover. I thought it was like a spy thriller. For yeah, some same. Reason. I thought the same thing. Like, yeah. like it's like Agent Lady Hawk. That's what I and heard. She's come into. But just... no, it's literally a woman who turns into a hawk. Yeah. Which is like, oh, I mean, it's an anamorph, it's, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> this is what anamorphs are based off of. It basically. is sad. We never do. We ever see the transition, like the dude. It's literally like artsy. Like we're just gonna show you a picture of an eye, and then the eye turns into an eagle. Oh, I never got like, that. It's like very. It's like a music video. Uh-huh. It feels like an FMV game. Like it it's very weird. The transitions and the special effects are just like, eh. Yeah, we're just gonna give you the implication. Like yeah, whatever. We don't Which have the fine. money. I don't really budget. mind it. Yeah, like. But it is they do last too long. <laughs> Most things in this movie just last a little too long. Yeah, Every single right, scene yeah. could be cut down by at least like ten seconds. Every single <laughs> scene, like it just that that adds up though. It adads up. It, this would have been an hour and a half long. Film. I think if this movie was an hour and a half. It'd be a lot better. I agree with you because I think it overstays its welcome. I just I just think that they're like this is kind of a cool idea, but mm-hmm. because the fact that they're just like meandering around so much, it's mm-hmm. like oh, okay, I'm just not super invested in any of this nonsense <laughs> um anyway um so oh my so the first time he turned into she's like oh my horse is here and i'm like is the horse the guy <laughs> and it's like no, and then i realized I mean, later fair, they're right? like oh we don't know where the dog is we got to find the dog mm-hmm. and then this guy appears um after Matthew Broderick and the lady dance, there's like a weird flirting thing that they kind of yeah. Do. Matthew Broderick kind of in love with her. Yeah, yeah. But he's respectful, right? He's, he's just, he he's looks a, respectful. He's a coward. He is a coward. So, that's true. Um, he's not gonna. He's gonna get beat up by Red Grower. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That too. I mean, I'd be scared too. Although this is almost like a severance situation, right? Because one can't talk to the other. So like he could be being an asshole to like one of them, and the other one wouldn't know. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So um. They go outside, and there's this guy, and I think it's the czar that you're yeah. talking about. And Alfred he, Molina. And he has, I have no idea who this guy is, but he's got, he's covered in blood, <laughs> and he has a horse with a bunch of like dead wolf pelts on it, mm. and he's just laughing, and he's <laughs> like, ha, 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 and then he leaves, and I'm like, what's going on? And then <laughs> Isabel gets extremely upset and starts riding a horse, but now I realize it's because she wants to save the wolf. I had no idea what this wolf was. I was right. just like, she, she, thought it was she saw wolf. that guy, got upset. Started running, and I realized he's been killing wolves, so she's like, I gotta stop that. Mm-hmm. So she grabs a knife and then tries running. And Matthew Broderick's like, Oh, should I gotta save her because she's gonna get herself killed? Mm-hmm. And Rucker Howard's gonna kill me. <laughs> um, so I see her sneaking towards this guy, and he has all these bear traps set around. Mm. Um, he should have wolf traps. Wait a second, no, this can't be th- this isn't the same Czar guy, this is someone else. Oh, because I don't recognize him. Does he, is he all furry? Well, is he all hairy? It's hard to tell. He's dark. It's oh, like really dark, and true. there's just blood, and it's just a guy. I know he's got a mustache. I don't think it's him. Okay. Um, I thought it was for a second, but I think this is a different guy. Okay. Okay. Um, mostly because they sneak up on him, and a different like a wolf gets stuck in the trap, but it's a different wolf because another wolf shows up, mm-hmm. and then during this time while he's distracted, um, she kicks his head into a bear trap. Holy shit! And his head gets caught in the bear trap, and then he dies. So I'm assuming that's not uh, Alfred, Alfred Molina because he shows up later. He just shows up later. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the next morning, um, Rutger Hauer like grills Matthew Broderick about the hawk, mm-hmm. and just like, it's just kind of like I don't know if I want to be with you anymore or talk to you anymore because, wow, like, I don't know because the hawk also flew to, um, fucking. Matthew Broderick instead, like landed on his arm. Oh shit! And he's like, "No, no, go to your master, go over there." And he's, she just is like, the hawk's like, "Nah, dog, I don't want to do that." <laughs> it's weird. I don't know how much. I assume they have no consciousness. They don't. It, they said like, that they don't. They're just animals at yeah. that point. But clearly, yeah. there's something going on. Like they have a little bit of like, "I'm gonna find you" and stuff like that. And like mm. the hawk obviously likes 
the the character like Rutger Hauer yeah. so it sticks around. So it's right. like they know something. Yeah. But anyway, eventually <laughs> goes over there and they're, they're kind of with him and Han about well, maybe like, do he I like trust fed him? the hawk, right? Well, it's, it's in hawk form. Like well, trained it. Yeah, she he well he has explained the whole thing. He's like, yeah, we went to a place and she had to change because her clothes are wet. And he's like, did you watch? He's like, no, I didn't do anything. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna admit. I've had some thoughts, but I'm not going to do anything. I promise you that. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, and he's like, every moment. Oh, uh, Rutger Howe's like, every moment you spend with her, I envy you. I'm like, damn, he's so in love. He is. Damn. He's very in love. And then somehow the fucking old monk is there. And he's like, look, did you tell him, Felipe? Felipe, how we could actually break the curse? We have a plan. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, I'm gonna leave, and then he like leaves, and mm. they try to they they told the same plan to um, Isabel, mm-hmm. and Isabel's like, okay, well we'll do that plan. We'll do the plan of like us meeting, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna capture him as a wolf, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do this. Oh, uh, force him into it. Force him into it, basically. Right. Um. So they try to capture him, but it's over like this water this uh frozen ice and and he falls in the ice so he has this dog just going like oh fuck i'm trying to get out of like this water (laughs) and um yeah i was like oh no it's poor dog yeah that's not cool so they try to rescue him but then of course um matthew broderick falls in the water too and then starts getting attacked by the dog the wolf is scared right fair so the wolf finally gets out and he gets out and he's just like oh they're both all messed up Mm -hmm. Uh, when they live and then the next day, I was very confused because I thought they were they were laying in this like green patch, um, the dog and uh, the lady, and the lady like is all covered up, and the sun comes out, and you see him start transforming into a dog. Oh, I guess I do see his transformation. There it's literally go. just like he glows glows real bright. And I then figured that's what it would be. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's, gonna be like American World. No, London. it's not yeah. anything like that. Um, so he starts transforming, and she sees him transform and sees him for a brief second, and they're about ready to touch hands. But then she turns into a hawk, no. flies away, and it's so sad. And then he goes, oh, <laughs> as a man, very upset. Um, and he's like, where's my sword? And the reason he doesn't have a sword anymore is because he used the sword to like get a, to stab into the ice and like use as a safety mechanism. Save. Yeah, He was going to use that sword to kill the bishop. Exactly. He's so upset. And they're like, look. This is no longer something about vengeance anymore. This is no longer a quest about vengeance. What we're going to do now is just kind of break the curse. Mm-hmm. It's like, fine, I'll do your stupid curse. We'll do this plan. You can lock me up or whatever. Right. Um, so what they do is they lock up him as a wolf at night, and they bring him in, and they say, uh, the monk says, it's just the monk and Isabel and then the wolf in the back of right. the like, carriage. And they bring him up, and they're like, look, it's the wolf. For We've got him for the bishop. He would love to say it. Love to see this wolf pelt. And the guy's like, okay, I'll just kill it right now. And he's like, no, no, no. The bishop really wants to kill it. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. So they let him go in. And then Felipe just, not Felipe. Wait, yeah. Mouse? Yeah, mouse. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah. He sneaks in through the sewer. He just goes in through the sewer. Yes, that's what he's known for. Sneaking into the sewer? Yes. That's how he escapes the prison in the first place. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. I mean, it's a very big sewer. I don't, I don't. But he's a tiny little guy. I guess so. Yeah. Um, and then we we see Holy Mass happen. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, that's why the movie's so long. I know. <laughs> so they go over the plan. Um, now now it's daytime, so uh-huh. she's a hawk in hawk form. And they go over the plan, right? So the monk is talking to Rucker Howard, and Rucker Howard is like, "Okay, so I said fuck this, I'm gonna kill the guy." And oh, he's like, shit. "No, don't do that." And he's like, "I'm gonna cause chaos when that mass go when that mass happens." Felipe at this moment is sneaking into the, the mass place and is mm. going to unlock it from the inside because they locked the doors. He's going to unlock it. Right. He's like, if things go wrong, or if things are peaceful and nothing happens, you don't hear any fighting or like nothing breaks out or anything like that. I want you, old monk man, to kill Lady Hawk. And I'm like, what? Why? Because he said the dumbest thing. <laughs> he said, I want her to live a full life and not one without half of her missing or something like that. Yeah, it's like, it's bullshit. That should be up to her. Yeah, she never, <laughs> she never said that. Yeah. So he's like, oh, okay. So, you know, if he turns into a wolf or whatever, it's too late. So she has, he has to kill him. This is very like the Pharaoh gets buried with all of his like minions or whatever. Pretty much. Situation. It's very similar to yeah. that. And it's like, oh, cool relationship you guys got. Yeah. Very, I mean, you guys have clearly communicated this. Oh, definitely. All that time you've communicating that like, yeah, if you die, I want to die too. It's like, <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> But he's like, why don't you want to do this whole thing? 
He's like, I, I'm just going to kill him. Fuck him. He's very upset. It's very weird. I don't know why he swaps so suddenly. I guess mm. he just really has so much vengeance. I mean, it's pretty it's, shitty what the bishop did. Yeah, but know? like, also, wouldn't you just want to fix it? And then kill him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, just yeah. do that. Yeah. It's fair. Um. Uh, so then he, the little dude unlocks it. He opens the door. And we got, we got the main guy going in. All dressed up on a horse. Uh-huh. He's like ready to go kill the bishop. And right. like surprisingly, everyone's like, oh shit, that's scary. But then we got Alfred Molina comes out and he starts fighting and they start fighting. Hell yeah. Um, but he gets his ass kicked multiple Hello, times. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> um there's so many people in there that don't do anything. They all fight him one on one, like one v one, like okay. Well, they want to be fair. <laughs> I guess they have honor or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Sure. So they fight. Um Eventually, that guy throws, uh, Alfred Molina throws his helmet because he gets knocked down so much. Mm-hmm. He throws his helmet up and breaks a stained glass window, which lets the sun in. I'm like, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, and then he starts beating up one guy at a time. Hmm? Will that, like, turn them or something? Well, what happened is, so this whole thing about breaking the curse, apparently, um, it's on this day only. This is, like, apparently the special day because what oh. happens is an eclipse happens. <gasps> oh. An eclipse happens, which means... Um, Total eclipse the heart. <laughs> yeah. Where he says, he looks at that, he's got all the way to the bishop, by the way. He's fought all the way there. Right. He made it and, to the big boss. And so I thought, boss. like, oh, he's going to turn into a wolf now because, like, the sun's gone. Right. But then he realizes, like, a night without a day, a day without a night. Oh, shit. And I'm like, I must have been mentioned earlier or something. <laughs> I think it was, yes. And so that means it's like, oh, I do actually believe what the... Because he didn't... I guess he didn't see any signs beforehand that this was going to be a special day. So now he sees and he's like, oh, shit, that guy wasn't lying. The drunk monk knew what he was talking about. I got to go back. So then he just starts fighting his way back to the front of this entire... This? <laughs> I did not describe how big this cathedral is. It's, it's massive. massive. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, like the it, size of the Louvre. I, I don't know if it's that big, but it's definitely okay. the size of like Notre Dame. Yeah, okay. like it's ma- it's big ass cathedral. Or Notre Dame. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Both the college and the church. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they had the same pronunciation. I didn't know that. I I feel like there's different pronunciations. Mm, you might be right. Yeah. Uh, so he what the he bells fa- of Notre Dame. <laughs> all right, all right, you're right. So he fall- <laughs> So he fights all the way there, mm-hmm. and then he- the sun goes down. Um, he oh he starts losing by the way starts oh, fighting no. and then he kills Alfred Molina by like him rent, having him run into the own his own sword. So That's it's pretty like, cool. You know, very symbolic. It's all like that old eighty slow motion too, so it looks terrible. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um. Uh, so now the old man like sees that the sun is going down and the mass bells ring, so mass is over, and he's like, well, nothing happened. So, uh, God forgive me. And he pulls the <laughs> knife out and is about ready to kill kill the hawk. Oh man. Um. His plan is just really like falling to pieces. I know. So then he so now he's he, just winging it. So he, yeah, seriously, <laughs> boo. So he's all so he's all the way fought all the way back to the entrance of the thing, and he's like, "Wow, I can't believe it. I have nothing to live for anymore, because yeah. my my lady's dead. Yeah, I guess I better fight all the way back to the front and kill that bishop. Why not? So he does that, and that's. Can I make a guess? Hmm. Did he kill the hawk? No. No. Okay. No. Is that another hawk? No. Oh, it was her. Yeah, I thought it, it they didn't really... show him killing the hawk. He just right. like God forgive me, and right. it's like the bells rang. So he assumes because the plan that he told him that he's dead. I see. So he okay. goes to the front, kills Alfred Molina. I meant I, I got to that too soon, but he kills him. Okay. Um, and then he goes up to the bishop. The bishop's like, "Are you gonna kill me? You kill me, and the curse will go on forever." Mm-hmm. He's like, "It doesn't matter. She's dead." He's like, "What?" And then behind him, Isabel's there. Oh. She's like, "Oh." It's me. And he looks. He's like, oh, my God. And he look. And he goes, look at her. Look at her, says the bishop. And the bishop's, like, all sad now. He's like, I can't believe it. Mm. Uh, she's back and everything. Yes. And then um, <laughs> she goes up front to the bishop and, like, has some leather and, like, has it in front of him mm. and then, like, drops it. Is there anything to do with this leather? I've never seen it before. Maybe it's the, like, the hawk, like... Like the little blinders that they have on the I hawk. I think maybe it that's might be it. his backpack. It's something like it's that. Something, I, I do remember she, them having leather earlier. Okay, but she yeah. disrespects it in front of him. Yeah, and then he gets upset and he tries to kill her. Oh no! But then um, Navare, our friend, just throws his sword right into him and yeah, kills. The he bishop. does that. All. He loves throwing his oh, sword. Oh, he threw that sword right in that bishop. And that bishop's dead. Oh man. Um, and then that's it. 
he Sweet. lifts her up and says, "I love you," and everyone in the church seems happy. I'm like, "You just killed <laughs> your bishop!" Reason, yeah, like, everyone hated that bishop. Okay, everyone did. He was that like taxing sense. people an absurd amount. Okay. He was throwing people taxing in prison. People, yeah, it's yeah. Like separation of church and state. Yeah, exactly. You have a wild bishop, a wild horny bishop, exactly um, doing that. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, I was just like, "Oh, okay, so you can just kill the bishop. kill the bishop in the end, and yeah. you just get it." But I guess it was in self defense, and it was fine. Yeah. And um, then what happened? That's it. That's literally the end of the movie. He lifts her up and says, like, I love you. I love you, too. And Does then Matthew they, Broderick? They, like, make, they talk to Matthew Broderick. Like, Matthew Broderick, you're a real guy. You are you got courage now. And yeah. they talk to the monk. They're like, monk, you were right the whole time. You're our friend. Yeah. But and I Matthew Broderick, lo- do you wait until after the credits, maybe? There's nothing at the end of the credits. Matthew Broderick doesn't go like, hey, go home. Get out of here. No, oh, wish. yeah, you've never seen Ferris Bueller. You would get that joke. I didn't get that yeah. joke. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But that's it. Everyone's that's it? happy. Damn. That's in the movie. Wow. Does it like, end on a freeze frame? I feel like it ends on a freeze frame. Yeah, it does. It does? I'm pretty sure it ends with her being lifted up in like a whole shot of the entire thing. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I feel like you're probably right. I, I like to think I like right. to imagine it. If not, it's accurate. Yeah. But yeah. And that's Ladyhawk. Um, it is fine. I thought like, I was like, is this has to be based on like a no, real. No, not at all. In fact, they advertised that it was and the writer uh sued like the advertisement company or something huh and was like hey how dare you i fucking made this story up myself and he got a bunch of, a bunch of awards but apparently people still think it's based on a medieval tale well, but it is not it's because it's so dated feeling. yes i 100 percent agree so, with you like it's one of those things where you can update the original but there's no original updates so you just write a boring story <laughs> i think it could have been interesting if It'd have been shorter. I honestly think, like, we say that a lot on this podcast. We, we you do. You know, we like a lot of movies can be short, cut short, but, like, this one really felt like it did. Like, yeah. I just felt like there was so much time of just nothing. And, like, they could have even had all the same plot beats, yeah. I feel. Yeah. Like, the wolf getting knocked, like, knocked into the ice, whatever, the, the bear trap scene. Yeah. I also think maybe if Rutger Howard's character was. Not so fucking dramatic. Yeah, he's so dramatic. Well, every, him and Lady Hawk are very dramatic. I feel like if they so. had changed their character around a bit, like if if he had been more of like a like a, I don't know, make him a little more fun to watch. Like they're both so like stoic. They're very and, stoic, very dry, and that's what kind of gives you that medieval uh, medieval dryness. They're yeah, very stoic, right? Yeah. Um. Which I guess makes sense why they're going to mass. Yeah, they're that's very true. boring. Yeah, <laughs> very, very Catholic. Very, very serious. Yeah. It's just weird because this movie doesn't really have that much levity in it either. Yeah. I mean, Matthew Broderick does the very beginning, but then it quickly dissipates once, you know, he's part of this. It's funny because whenever he tries to run away from Edgar Hauer, I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of there. This is boring. Go f- go have a fun movie somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, go be a thief somewhere. Yeah. Don't like, get in trouble. Two guys. But no, that doesn't happen. He has to learn his lesson, which is to not be so cowardly. Yeah. I don't know, though. I, yeah. I, I, you know what? We're just not fans of this kind of movie. I'm sure people love this fucking movie. You no, know, it actually bombed really badly. Oh, really? Office. It, it, I think it was two million dollars to make. It only made eighteen million or twenty million. Sorry, twenty million. I was gonna say it made a pretty good money. Only no. two million dollars. Twenty million dollars to make and made only eighteen million. Wow, embarrassing. It just. It's just not attractive of a movie. Like the, will... the concept of it is the most interesting part. When I heard the concept, I'm like, oh, a okay. lady turns into a hawk. Count me and, in. And like a guy turns into a wolf. And they're cursed lovers. Like yeah. that's a cool ass like premise. Yeah. That apparently doesn't last for two hours. <laughs> Even if you have an audience surrogate Matthew Broderick. Yeah. There. Also, the just, the two main actors just don't feel like they have any chemistry really. Yeah. To me. I feel like he had a lot of chemistry with that hawk. I don't know about, <laughs> about Michelle Pfeiffer, but I feel Maybe. like feel like that guy was really attracted to that hawk. Yeah, I agree with you. I again though, I'm not a big fan of fantasy movies. Thing is, is like when I heard there's a movie made by uh, by Richard Donner uh, called Lady Hawk with Matthew Broderick and Michelle Pfeiffer, right. I was like, this is gonna be some cool fucking movie with a spy or something. I was not expecting a fucking dated ass a uh, uh, fantasy film, you know? So, I don't you know. You can't throw all fantasy films on the ball. You just say... I don't think I like any fantasy movies. You don't like Lord of the Rings? Uh, I like the technicality behind it all. Wow, you really don't like Lord of the Rings at all? I think it's fine. When's I the last know. time you watched it, It's dude? been a really long time to dude, be Dude, really I watched honest. it recently. I'm like, this shit fucking slapped I, so hard. I recently rewatched the... Fellowship of the Ring, and I was very impressed. Really? Yeah. How? I didn't like the the story. The story's boring. Oh, my God, dude. I I do remember really liking the Two Towers, though. 
Uh, which I, everyone see, I hates. Almost think, I almost think, no, Tommy Dodger's good. I think uh, Fellowship might be one of my favorites. Damn, man. And it's got such good vibes to it, man. It does have pretty good vibes. It's, it's a got, very vibing film. It's a very vibing film. Yeah. And I think that's what this movie's missing. Well, I've never actually seen the director's cut, too, so maybe it'll be more vibes there. It's but I very... appreciate I appreciate the artistry behind those films mm. is the thing. Like you respect them, but you're just like they're not for me. So they're just not for me. Yeah. Interesting. So there's no fantasy movie you like at all. I like the Green Knight. You like the Green Knight. You did like the Green Knight. I love the Green Knight, but I also like the Green Knight because it's about like the horrors of death and how ultimately our lives mean nothing. Uh-huh. Like I like that more than like oh love. I don't know if that's exactly what that movie was about, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got out of it. Okay. Uh yeah, like that I enjoy, but I I don't I don't care much for like, oh there's a princess and she's beautiful and you got to get mm-hmm. the thing to this thing and oh true love will conquer all and horses. I'm just like, ah, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> whatever. Fuck whatever. Fucking fuck off. Like Man. get get sick of a swamp. I'm like looking at I want to look up top fantasy movies. All right. We got through this pretty quickly. We you, did. All right, let me just do the go, things go real quick. Do your spiel. I want to see. Hey guys, is there any You know what? Suggest fantasy movies to us. Maybe I'll enjoy one of them. Email us at email the other at podcast.com. Let us know. You can uh, also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to our previous episodes, you can find them on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it in the show no matter what it says, uh, even if it is disparaging my taste in just not enjoying fantasy movies. There is one fantasy movie that we've watched that I think I enjoyed, though was Legend. I was just going to bring that one I up. liked Legend so quite like, a bit. You like Legend quite a bit. I do like Legend, but I think I also like Legend because there's a big fucking demon. There's <laughs> straight up Satan in it? Yeah, Satan is in it. Which yeah, I played love. Played by him. Tim Curry? Yes. Which yeah. you can't really More beat. movies need to have Tim Curry played Satan. That's funny because I actually put, I remember putting a couple fantasy movies technically on our future list, so I'm excited to watch some of those. Me too. Yeah, I don't care for Willow much. Like, yeah, well, Willow wasn't. You liked Where the Wild Things Were. That's kind of a fantasy movie. That's not the kind of But because talking... because it actually takes place in real life. It's like a modern day kid, you know. Okay. So I, got... I'm talking about fucking kings and queens and shit. Kings and queens and shit. You know, like like, it... like the Holy Mountain? No. Oh yes, like the Holy Mountain. <laughs> it was exactly like that. Uh, I mean I, I do like Night's Tale. Night's Tale? I've never seen that one. What That's about a very good one. Well, that one is very modernized? What about yeah. um Ye- what about Pinocchio twenty nineteen? <laughs> <laughs> we did like that I movie. I do really like Pinocchio 2019. Yeah. You don't that like the Harry fair. Potter movies? Not really, though. Okay. They're fine. They're just... Um, I, I, yeah, but I, see, I'm talking about, like, high fantasy level, like, medieval types of movies. Like, I've never been a big fan of, like, the whole, like, Robin Hood mythos, like... Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I've never been a big fan of those. They gotta have something going for them, right? I like the idea of a guy stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. I love that. And I love him being a little smarmy jackass. But ultimately, that's also a movie about... Or story about how you know the beautiful Maine Marion will uh, sweep you off your feet mm-hmm. and you will become a, a a good person. What about like Beauty and the Beast? That's technically a fantasy movie. I don't know. I think Beauty and the Beast is fine. I'm, see, I, I'm wow. not. A, I'm not even a big fan of the original uh, uh, animated movie. Wow, yeah. really? I think it's okay, but hmm. I, I okay. yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. This is no, that's fine. I just, I'm, I'm just, I just, I'm just curious. I'm just trying to get it. What about um, no, <laughs> a lot of these do have like twists in it, so I'm like, that's oh, the thing. Yeah, they have, if the twists are in there, then maybe it'll or be interesting. Some, or if it like touches like modern day at all, or yeah. if someone gets teleported, you're like, oh, okay. Alice in Wonderland. Oh yeah, that's I fine. Guess, but the, that's a little different, though. That's a little different. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. That's the thing. I'm trying to think of other Sleepy movies. Sleepy Hollow. That's not the same. Though, no, right? that takes place in America. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess you're right. Yeah, it takes place in the Sleepy Hollow. Mm. Uh, yeah. Now I'm looking at it. There's not a whole lot of fancy movies that are like just straight up like <laughs> King hardcore King Queen shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like wizards. Oh, and I really and feel like, like I'm that. gonna make some enemies here if I say I'm not a big fan of the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> But you respect them. I, mean, I do. I, like, maybe I should just go back pe- and rewatch them. Dude, I watched them all recently. I was like, this shit's fucking so good. That's the thing. I think everyone rewatches these movies. I'm never invited to them. So no. maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just like left out of the, the cold. <laughs> maybe that's it. You're just I'm like, Smeagol over here yeah. going, like, why does nobody want me? Me my faces. It's just your Criterion collection. Yeah, exactly. Me my faces. <laughs> and everyone else no is one having likes fun. Me. That's fine. Stinky, <laughs> stinky fantasy movies. Stinky, stinky. Michael doesn't like girls. 
just me talking to myself, yeah. watching my fucking horror movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Even though fucking Lord of the Rings looks like Does, a horror movie. I do like the horror aspects of those movies. Like, I like the part where Bilbo's like, don't touch my fucking ring, and he turns into a little demon. <laughs> I do like those yeah, parts. Yeah, that part's pretty good. Yeah, I like that part. Pretty but, fucking good. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why, okay, so now the reason you don't like The Princess Bride, right? No. Okay, see, I like that movie. That's, no. that's fantasy. I think it's fine, but mm-hmm. I think it's kind of overrated, personally. Mm-hmm. It is quoted a lot. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it when I was younger, so yeah. it definitely is nostalgia for me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, my PC battery's running low. But <laughs> well, still then looking. I think that means it's the end of the podcast. <laughs> All right, fine. What about Labyrinth? That's different. It's fine. Yeah, I, it's don't, just don't, fine. Like, I don't really like Labyrinth. Yeah. That much. It's tough, though, because, like, the other thing about most fantasy movies, they're just kind of not good. <laughs> like most of them are not the best yeah like you just kind of get what you get you Mm -hmm. know they don't need to make them better because people are just impressed to see a dragon on the screen you know what's a great fantasy movie actually Mm -hmm. this is how we're gonna have the podcast my favorite fantasy movie on top even even right above the green knight monty python the holy grail baby oh that shit's good good night everybody (laughs) but that's technically modern (laughs) oh yeah it is (laughs) because of the very end yeah What about Shrek? <laughs> I was thinking Shrek the whole movie. I was like, this is Shrek-y. You've got it's a very princess that, or a lady that like turns during the night or whatever. Yeah. 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 No high no high hard fantasy for you then. Ah uh, no, I just don't I just don't care too much for it. Like But you liked um you like Game of Thrones though. I do like Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones it's it's dealing with other things. Like it's it's you know, like I'll put my headphones back on because I don't know if you're gonna end up putting I'm, this in the might. podcast. Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones is is not is doing the opposite of what usual fantasy does, right? Where it's like being honorable and noble and you know, mm. will 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 lead to a happy ending. Whereas yeah. like this Game of Thrones is the exact opposite. It's like being honorable and noble will get your head fucking cut off or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's actually it's actively like an, which is I think why I find high fantasy so boring, because so much of it is like uh, like catholicism like you know yeah like, like honor and shit like that right but that's why like i mean that's why the green knight was good right? i totally it agree. literally flips on the head is like i mean it, it is literally the same tale it is but ends up in like unhappiness you know or or, or not or not ter- exactly we don't, no spoilers but i guess no spoilers no spoilers but, but right it's like it, it it questions it like the entire green knight questions the entire arthurian legend which is excellent well i also think it also just even I think it just reframes it in a way that modern audiences can understand. Because I think it's yeah, still, I think it's still about like honor and shit. Yeah, right. But it's also showing how pointless honor can be in certain moments. Insert in moments. Yeah, in moments. But does that matter in the end? Who knows? I, I don't. But Who that's knows? up to you. But I, I, I like that more than in the end. It's like, oh, honor brought me together with my lady hawk, and we will, <laughs> we will face, we, we will face great, great success. Yeah, you're right. That's the thing. Is this movie just didn't have any. You, like, you didn't have anything to say. I want a movie that's about mouse. <laughs> that's all I want. I just want a movie that's Matthew Broderick fallen into have shit. Have you heard of uh, Robin Hood? Yeah. It's, it but but like no, no, no. It. I want to see Robin Hood. On, I mean, you know, I, I've never seen some of these Robin Hood interpretations. I like to see Robin Hood. <laughs> don't say that. Starting <laughs> from the. Don't. Yeah. No. Don't say that. We're not doing that. I will not. Uh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I want to see Robin Hood coming up from, from the underground. You know, I want to see him get, like building his merry men and, you know, like, you know, I want to see him. But even then, that's also about honor. Right. Like, that's also him, like, you know, killing with honor and doing shit honorably. That's like, true. I don't like that. It's boring. <laughs> yeah. You like, like criminals and shit. Yeah, exactly. You know honor stuff. That's why I liked the uh, mouse so much at the beginning. It's just like, he's just a fucking petty criminal. He's like living his life day to day. Like, that's what I like to see. I like to see people like that's why Game of Thrones works so well. It's like you you see people like kings and queens and princes and princesses. But you also see people just like trying to make a living out in the world, you know, and it's yeah. like. It's hard for them. It's like, hey man, monarchy ain't that great. No, it fucking sucks and it's yeah. bad and it ro- and it rots everyone's brains, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so like when the movie opened with this guy played by Matthew Broderick, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, we get to see like this down and out dude who, you know, it's literally like any, it's it's the it's the Aladdin thing, right? Like he only steals because he can't l- survive without it, and he yeah. feels guilty about it. You know, yeah. how great would that be if at the end of the movie he's like, you know what? Stealing to live isn't the worst fucking thing in the world. Yeah, maybe I should look at a better career, but eh, whatever, you know? It, it could even better be Better career? There's no career he can do. Uh, yeah. 
What's maybe. he gonna do? Toil the land? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like after this movie ends, he's just gonna go back to doing crime. Criminal, like he doesn't know great. anything else. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, is, he, is this guy gonna give him a job? No, he killed a bishop. Maybe he'll become the bishop now. I don't think that's how bishops work, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Can, it's not like I don't know. it's not like Highlander, you know? <laughs> oh, Highlander! That's another fantasy, fantasy movie, <laughs> but also on its head because it's modern day. Uh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like that whole weird thing of like upholding this idea of like great lofty ideals. It's just like fuck that. Like, yeah, you know, like uh, that's again, that's why Game of Thrones works so well. It's like, or even honestly, to an extent, I even really dig that aspect of Lord of the Rings too, where it's like certain characters have like lofty ideals and then they end up like getting fucked over it's true. or whatever they get corrupted they get corrupted or, or i even like greed gets you something i've i've learned to appreciate over time is how like Gan- like gandalf is essentially just like a stoner idiot jerk like basically like you know like he just sort of like bullies people around and do what he wants and then in the end he fucking falls in a giant fire pit and it's like oh actually I was kind of bad doing all that stuff. He, he fucking, you know, he bullies, you know, he bullies Bilbo and shit. Like, he's kind of a jerk at times. You don't think so? You think he's a little bit of a jerk? I think he's a little bit of a jerk. No, I don't. What? No. You don't think he's a little bit of a jerk? He's kind He He's got some things to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if he's that much of a jerk. Yeah. I don't um, know. I always just think of him as like a weird uncle like, that shows up in the movie. <laughs> he's just smoking, showing off pipe tricks, and then he yells at he's people. He's just vibing out. Yeah. He's trying to vibe out. He, you know what? He's the dude. He's the dude. But it, he, the thing is, is, he takes this stuff really seriously. He though. does. After that is a while, true. he puts his dude things away. And and then it, he says, you shall not pass. You shall not pass yeah. that Balrog. That's right. And, and then, then he, he dies, he which dies. I love. Yeah. I love that back. part. But then he comes back as Gandalf the White. That's true. true. Reborn. But, that's right. We got to bring back that fucking Catholicism again, baby. <laughs> I feel like that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're gonna die as the gray. You're gonna come back as the white. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. some good movies. They're yeah, great. I do, I do. I do. I. Yeah, we should. I'd be down. I'm not. I'm not discrediting them. Like, all right. I think it'd be a lot of fun to watch it with you. And what is it? The director's cut. I don't know if you can get anyone to sit around and watch them that long, dude. They're fucking long. I know, but I never... have to watch like an hour. Well, I we'll have to do in... intermissions. I wa- I literally watched them in like six parts mm-hmm. because it was just like divide each movie in half because they do divide in half. We easily. should we should split them up by watching the musical in between oh too. The, the animated one? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the oh, stage musical. God, the musical. Yeah, existed. the Broadway musical. Oh, I still listen to the Hell Hobbit song like every other day. You would. I love it so much. You're I sicko. like that more than most of the music. No, I can't say that. That's not true. <laughs> most music? Most of the music in the Lord of the Rings movie. No. Hey guys, if you want to join some other like-minded fans of this podcast, you can check out our Discord, which can be linked in the latest podcast going forward, as well as theotherhalfpodcast.com. If you wanted to discuss movies we've watched on the podcast, if you want to recommend movies for future episodes, or if you want to watch movies, we'll have uh, movie nights on the Discord. You can pop in, watch the movies with us and other fans of the podcast. There's also a section on the Discord where if you want to, you can learn more about my Twitch stream. But, you know, you don't have to if you don't want to. It could be pure about the podcast but if you do want to it's really great and sometimes i'm on stream too every other thursday check it out we play horror games specifically you can get notified whenever a new podcast episode or whenever ethan's live on twitch which is pretty often you get to see our pretty faces as well as other people that like the podcast and watch ethan's stream yeah so come join the discord is your oyster guys do whatever you want with it the discord is your oyster Well, that no, slaps. that's not, too good. Yeah, it's true. I like it a lot. But that I love that song. <laughs> right, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, we should. <laughs>